was an amazing episode of HR Talk featuring Ricky Byers and JC. They're really great guys, but sometimes they're about as funny as the farts in a fan factory. Try to enjoy the show. Man, do I love that intro. That has got to be the best intro we have ever had on this show. Ever. Ever. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ricky Baez from the HR Talk podcast, coming to you live from the A1A Beachfront Studios in Central Florida on this beautiful Monday night, August. Really balmy, really sweaty August. And going across the bow, like JC would say, up north to the north-northeast, we have JC, how you doing, sir? <laughs> hey, doing pretty good. I I don't know if you were playing music at the show open. There's something wrong with the fullback. I didn't hear that. There here, was music. Hey, yeah, you're good. You're good. Yeah, you're no, right. Hey, it's it's good to be back and, and good to be on. Let me tell you something, brother. These past thirty days have been absolutely nuts. So you know, uh, yeah. traveling uh, for for family related things and yeah. then uh, everything that's going on within the industry right now. It's it's crazy times. Uh, it, it feels like the world is hitting the gas and, and, and that fuel is heading into the injectors, but there's, there's something wrong with the carb. The carburetor's like on its way out, you know, this thing's just like not operating the way it should. Well, and, and that's how our lives are right now. Well, right? JC, it's not because you said fuel injection and then you said carburetor. Those two things don't go get together, right? Cause those are two Dude, different things. There's You're right. The, <laughs> there's the problem. There's the problem. See, you got the joke. You yeah, got it. I got that's you. Good. I got you, bro. It's half the you. battle. Yeah, it is, man. It is. Well, look, it, it's a it's an odd day for us, right? There's no Monday Night Football because it's not in the fall. We don't even know if it's going to happen in the fall. We've had a weird, weird past thirty days, and you got some oh, stuff going ball. on. Oh, they are. They're playing ball. Yeah, they're going to play ball. Oh, yeah, but in a stadium don't, you know, alone. Don't take it away from the NFL. I mean, I, they're, I, they're still <laughs> going to play ball. There's going to be like cardboard cutouts. So you're going to pay two hundred fifty dollars to be on a screen in a seat. <laughs> And and you'll be banned if you make a face like the NBA is doing. Have you seen that? No. Now, the NBA, I haven't seen. Oh, my, oh my gosh. Let me tell you something. Okay. So, if you want to attend a game, you pay your premium. Okay. You get featured in a seat, and you're now courtside. And the webcam is on you, right? Okay. So, your your, your video feed is pumped live into oh, the I auditorium where they're playing. Yes, yeah. I have seen that. And And if you act up... They kick you out. They will eject you from the game for, for doing lewd things, you know? You mean so, what you normally would do live just because you got yeah, a webcam now yeah, yeah, as an yeah, issue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Exactly. Hey, at least uh, at least you're not up in, what was that, Wisconsin or Minnesota where uh, they want you to wear the mask on camera? That is so stupid. I saw, <laughs> I saw the intern put something like that on, the, uh, on our Twitter you know handle. What? You know what? Why don't you grab the Twitter real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. Let me grab, grab, yeah, grab the tweet feed real quick because uh, that was something precious right there. There, there was a, a government ruling uh, by a state entity up in uh, uh, the Great Lakes region there, or the uh, extreme cold part of the U.S., as they say, right? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> they came out and they said explicitly that, you know, since we're all wearing masks, uh, if you're on a Zoom conference or a video feed, you have to wear it too. Yeah, I see it right I'm here. paraphrasing, but... <laughs> Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. What's it. it say? All right. It says the epidome, the epidome of idiocracy. Employer requires employees to the wear your the what epitome. The epitome. Epitome. The epitome. <laughs> See, niche, 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 niche. epitome. Do not. It's are epitome. you are you making fun of my accent? 
Yes, Holy I am. That's you cool. You called it epitome. I know, I did. I did that. I know. I got you. Okay, so go ahead. The epitome. <laughs> Can't take you anywhere. I, swear. I know, I know. That's right. Uh, employer requires employees to wear your mask, even if you're at home, to participate in a virtual meeting that involves being seen, such as on Zoom or another video conferencing platform. <laughs> That is ridiculous, oh, just bro. Oh gosh, <laughs> that, that is, is ridiculous. ridiculous. Oh, it wow. is. Yeah, Talk I saw that. I saw that last week, and I'm like, that cannot be real. And I clicked on it, and then I started thinking, God, we really need to, we really need to filter and monitor what the intern puts on there. But this is actually spot on. Yeah, Did well, you- I got some bad news on the intern this past week. Greg. Oh shoot, what happened? Yeah, well, from last show where you were bragging on her and i uh, was not but go ahead <laughs> go ahead well she took offense so uh she she's kind of like a little incognito right now um hopefully she turns back up but uh yeah she's parted ways with uh partaking in festivities for the time being ah she'll be okay she'll be all right yeah <laughs> no problem yeah. wow so it this organization is really making them do that this is from kansas city that's what oh, i see is here it kansas city i don't know hold on the, well, I think if you go into the article, it says Wisconsin. Or no, something. no, actually, well, well, the article is a Kansas City Star, but the organization is from Wisconsin. You're right. So Wisconsin state officials aren't fooling around when it comes to spread of COVID-19. <laughs> In an email to employees sent out on July 31st to head up the Wisconsin Department of Natural Reasons. So this is a state organization. Not yeah. only reminded employees of government Tony Evers mask order going into effect on August 1st. He also said that every DNR employee must wear a mask even on teleconference. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's, a, that's a special sort of precious right there, brother. Well, well JC, I cannot wait for the news articles in a couple of months talking about how now you can catch COVID-19 via email, phones, and texts. So you better wear a condom because you will get it. But watch this. Watch, watch the organization say to their employees, hey, uh, you know, now we're going to need you to come back to the office periodically, like maybe uh, one day a month or one week a month or something. But before you do, you're going to need to take one of those COVID tests. Okay. And watch just because they sign up to take the COVID test, they're going to be counted as a positive test result right. in the process. Yeah. Bro, this is a show. This is a whole show. Which was we there, called? There was a there was a story in uh, Texas mm-hmm. uh, that just came out. I, I may have tweeted it, or uh, you could easily find it on the Googles. Mm-hmm. It was talking about how Texas had a positive percentage rate of near twenty five percent on all their COVID tests this past week or so, oh, wow. and then after they redid the math, right? Because it's a huge hotbed like Florida right yeah, now, according yeah. to the news. Well, they redid the math, and uh, they said, well, we were wrong. It's actually 16% positive so far <laughs> out of those that have been tested. You know? I mean. Look, it, look, JC, I, I don't want to be one of those guys that wears a tinfoil hat. At this point, I'm going to go out and say it, so just everybody stand back. Is it even real? I mean, come on. Is yeah, it, it's it, real. I but... know it's real, but there's so much, so many fake stories out there, so many different opinions that people think it's fact and it's just so crazy out there right now you know with even with here in florida people starting up school um, this week and last week and next week i don't know when 
when you guys start up school up there, it's in September, right? Or the end of the month or, or uh, yeah, September? September. Yeah. And they're talking about delaying some schools all the way to October at this point. And then two of the big conferences for college football canceled it for, for the rest of the year. Bro, the MAC and the Big Ten already bowed out. Big yeah. 12 said we're playing no matter what. They've got the abbreviated schedule where they're doing four yeah. plus four. So they got four home, four away. And uh, the students are pumped. The yeah. classes are still resuming. Kids are reporting to, to schools in the Big 12, like, uh, no tomorrow. I don't and, know. Uh, Did you see it, what happened it, to Wake Forest this this week? No, what happened? So apparently um, they were going to go, I think it was Wake Forest or North Carolina. It's, I don't know. Um, I thought it was Wake Forest. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to look it up here in a bit. So apparently they had a, uh, um, they opened up school. Everybody was, hey, come over to uh, to campus. No mask. No, well, no, no, excuse me, mask and, and practice social distancing. But a video came out. Apparently, there was this huge frat party. Everybody, mm-hmm. like a bunch of people packed in this one dorm, having a big party. Next thing you know, they're doing it in about face on going to school on campus, which I don't know how that's going to fix the parties in dorms, right? People, even if you go to school via Zoom conference, they're still going to party regardless. So I don't know how doing an about face on uh, um, telecommuting or actually just conducting classes virtually is going to quell all the kids going out, getting drunk and doing all these parties over at the dorms. But that happened this, I think today I saw that over, I want to say it's Wake Forest, but I'll find out. But uh, there's a, and then Georgia last week, I don't know if you saw that, uh, Georgia started school last week, and then uh, some kid, uh, I think it was the junior high school, took a, a video of all the kids packed in the hallway. Next thing you know, a bunch of teachers catch the COVID, a bunch of uh, students catch COVID, and they try to suspend the students for taking the video, which was really odd. But after the media, mainstream media got a hold of it, next thing you know, their suspension was overturned, and it became this big thing, and now all of a sudden Georgia just stopped sending kids to school. It's a, it's a big mess, brother. It really is a big mess. And I don't listen, know where that's going to end up this year. Listen, at the end of the day, not all storms come to disrupt your life. Some come to clear your path. <laughs> Who said that? Sam L. Jackson? That sounds like something from Sinks on the Plane. <laughs> well, there's no mf in there, but okay. <laughs> no, it was just an online meme that I thought was kind of pretty cool that yeah, had a ship cool. in the background. That's ah. all. Hey, so you've got people that test positive, but then what's the... I hate this. What's the mortality rate? I don't where, know. Where man. are we sitting? And you know, when they take some of these CDC numbers and they break it down, you're still like, what, one percent or less than one percent? So it's and oddly, I don't. What are the numbers on the <laughs> annual flu and pneumonia right now? I can't even get into all that. You I'm know, looking I'm not into that to rate. That tinfoil hat guy either. But I'm going to tell you, man, when you start to see some of the, and people make fun of TikTok a lot, they really do. Okay, but I, I want to put this out there. Okay. It gives people a platform. I, I know that there's, a, you know, upheaval amongst the administration and et cetera, et cetera. But it's giving people a platform to tell their stories, right? Okay. In the same way that Instagram and Facebook and many of the others do. Yeah. And there's people that are going on there and they go live or they, they record their 60 seconds and put it up. And they talk about how they had to go get tested. They talk about how they 
got tested because they they had it or they had a fear of it and they tested positive and they were completely fine. They didn't have any issues in their particular instances. And then they get the tracer follow-up calls with offers for the individuals to go and maybe, hey, take a survey and tell the world how terrible it was or record a 60-second uh, video clip of how you really need to stay safe. And the people are responding back saying, well, it wasn't that bad. Actually, I'm I'm perfectly fine. It reminds me of that Monty Python movie, you know? <laughs> well, but hold on. They're because... bringing everyone out, and the guy's like, oh, I'm not dead yet. No, you're dead now. No, no. I'm not, really. <laughs> well, <laughs> I kind of caught the English fine. accent there, right? That, no, that was really, pretty good. feel good. <laughs> well, you know what? I know two people personally who, who had COVID. And they got nothing oh, they passed more. Away? No, they did not pass away. Oh, oh okay. They, they got nothing more than the sniffles. Right. So it, it's it really depends on the person. But you know what? It, it's you know you mentioned something that I really want to bite. You could say the same thing with the pneumonia, with the correct, flu, exactly with, with chicken pox. You could say the same thing with bee stings. Correct, because people die so, from bee stings. Everybody saw my so, girl. So so seriously here. I mean, mm-hmm. what what happened to? Uh, the murder hornets or whatever they were. Remember that a couple months ago? Oh my we're god, that's from murder right. wasps. I forgot right? about that. The murder that, hornets. Well, that, and yeah, now that went away. <laughs> it's just, just you know, because we use raid. Uh, duh. I mean, that kills the murder hornets. People, anybody listening? If you have COVID, do not spray yourself with raid. That only works on murder hornets. Leave it alone. Okay, so yeah. so big picture, employers taking precautions, absolutely, is is staying home and doing the precautions and things that we're doing now, helping flatten the curve. Mm-hmm. More than likely it is. And more than likely it's doing some very good things there yeah. in very big ways, okay? Bigly. Very good, okay? Awesomely. End of the day, though, should it be your personal judgment as to whether or not you want to wear a mask or you want to assume the risk of going out to a NFL game or you want to do things like go to Sturgis and ride your bike and et cetera, et cetera, or you want to go out and protest and riot. Are these things personal choices where you assume the risk and responsibility while society is attempting to provide you the means of staying safe? Or are we to force everyone into a position where no, we're going to keep everything shut down. We're going to seize the economy. We're going to turn this into the greatest depression that the world has ever seen for no particular reason. That's a tough one. It's a tough one because I I lean on I am responsible for my own safety for me and for my family. But at right. the same time, it, so I don't want to be told what I should and shouldn't I do when it comes to that because I know what's best for me and for my family. Oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be told. Okay. You don't want to be told like that. So, so if, but hold on, I'm if, not done. You fe- if you feel though, that, uh, the, what would be responsible for you and your family was to carry a pistol and the, the, uh, place that you're walking into doesn't allow firearms. Should you be allowed to carry it in? Well, I just don't go in. I don't patronize that business then. Right. Because why it's, that's the reason I don't go to target. Right, because Target does not allow firearms, and I am a big advocate of the Second Amendment right, and I carry it almost all the time, and I, I don't go into Target because they don't allow it. And I'm like, okay, why should I go in there in case something happens? I'm going to save everybody's lives, and Target is not going to be thankful for it. Now that I'm looking for a thanks, but at the, at, at the same time, that's kind of I don't want to be charged with a crime because Target is, obviously has a sign that I'm trying to save everybody's lives. So I just won't put myself in that predicament. 
So I just yeah, won't give then, them my business. And then you're doing your thing, flexing your Second Amendment rights mm-hmm. and, and your ability to carry and do so. And the rest of the world's like, why do you have an AR-15 tucked <laughs> under your Hawaiian shirt, Rick? Uh, yeah, uh, first of all, I don't wear Hawaiian shirts, number one. Number two. Why not? Yeah, uh, dude, because I'm not in Hawaii. I'll wear Tommy Bahamas, okay? <laughs> That's just the way this shit works, right? Um, no, but look, look, but here's the thing, man, right? I I am fully responsible for the safety of me and for my family. But here's the thing, man. There are so many irresponsible people out there, bro. So many irresponsible people. So I, I'll wear a mask. I'll go out and I'll wear a mask. But I can have somebody out there who's coughing like crazy all over the food, all over everything. And there's got to be personal, just, just, just my thoughts. There has to be some kind of regulation for those folks, those people who okay. really don't give a crap, you know? Okay. It's just weird. Uh, let, let's extrapolate that and put it directly into the workplace. Okay. Now. Let's hypothetically say that you are an HR guy at a call center. Okay? okay. And now this call center is ramping back up. You have people that are on the phones for eight hours. Well, probably six and a half with their breaks and everything. Right. Ten. And, and or whatever the case may be, but you, you have bodies, you have humans, you have employees that will be showing up back into the office to conduct business at X date. Okay. When X date arrives, due to the nature of your business, these individuals have to be on the phone. They right. have to be comfortable. It's really, really hard to wear a mask for eight hours a day and also be on the phone and remain audible the entire time. Correct. Do you create an environment where down to personal responsibility, you have your checks and balances at the door before you're wanded in, and then it's just no different than going to um, Ruby Tuesdays or Red Robin. Wear your mask while you walk the hall, but when you sit, you are magically free and safe of COVID. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm being legit, man. No, no, I get you. I get you. So look, look, look. As soon as you walk into A, an employer's office, or B, a private business, they have the right to establish those rules as soon as you walk into that door. Which, which is fine. But I mean, where, where you are working in this hypothetical scenario mm-hmm. and you've got hundreds of call center employees coming in, could you envision it being something of the like, like what you have at a restaurant? Well, JC, it's happening right now. I do it in my call center right now. Stop People, it. no, listen, hear, hear me out. We have, we put a process together that as soon as you walk in, Right, you have to wear a mask. We put in sanitizer stations all over the uh, the uh, the call center, but you have to wear a mask. We no all longer right. conduct meetings in an enclosed room, even if we're in the building. We do conduct meetings from our own individual offices via Zoom or Skype, whatever we have. Right now. If you are a call center agent, if you have to sit down just like a restaurant that you can't just have your mask on while you're having a drink and you're eating, same thing to conduct the business. You you got to take that mask off to be to be heard, to be audible, to be legible when you're talking to a customer or a client. So it's no different than a Chili's or a Longhorn Steakhouse than actual at work, right? Unless you work at an establishment that you don't have to talk, and then if the company says you got to wear the mask the entire time, well, hell, that's what you got to do. So that's that's happening right now. I'm doing it in my call center right now, bro. A lot of employers are letting employees continue to stay home all the way into 2021. Facebook came out with uh, 
their rulings over this past uh, couple yeah, weeks here, saying that. that the employee push is heading out to 2021. Many others are following in, in yeah. line as well, too. You know, it's it's going to radically change the landscape of a lot of metropolitan areas, it's a doing lot of right places now where people used to work, man, and in ways deeper than than we expect. Just like you said, it's happening right now. Uh, I don't know if you've got the ability to play some clips for us, real quick, but I um, I do have that link thread with you, and the oh. very first clip that we shared back and forth is from a gentleman in New York City, and believe it or not. These will be TikTok clips, <laughs> and it's not it's not going to be talking about uh, you know the Loch Ness monster or the easiest way to dance or anything like that. These are actual uh, good stories. So, and when she first clip is and when she empty city that one, the New York City guy, and he's talking about the uh, the thirteen thousand empty slots or something of that nature. Oh, hold on, hold on, give me a second. I'm going to look this up right now. One quick second. I think I have it. Yep, it's uh, it's in our clip link thread. If actually, you, if you grab that one, it's the very first one. I I just want to go right down the list of these, if possible, starting with that one. All right, so hold on one second. Here we go. New York City just set a record. There are now 13,000 empty apartments in Manhattan alone. And it's only going to get worse because people haven't stopped leaving. If you're thinking of moving here, make sure you wait as long as possible because the rents are only going to get lower and I don't want you to pay too much. Like and follow for more. New York City just oh, set okay. a record. That's it. That's it. Wow. So you guys don't see this. This guy has a baby blue bandana around his neck and a red umbrella. He's going to confuse either the Crips or the Bloods in New York City. That's going to be an issue. That's going to be an issue. But wow. Are you serious? Yeah, that that aside, many- now you're talking about apartments that are, were like, okay, maybe previously $2,800 to $3,000 a month are now renting for like $900. <laughs> Wow. If, if you're about to go to New York to start a new path, eh, might not be a bad time right now. Personally, I'd stare clear. Maybe pick a better city. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, it's I mean, me. well, I don't know. You know, the laws in New York City govern the rest of the state. Don't you just love that? <laughs> yeah. Taxation without representation is a great thing. Absolutely, right? right? <laughs> yeah. That never went wrong. <laughs> wow. So wait a minute. So New York City is having a mass exodus. So this is exactly almost a year to the date, almost a year and a half to the date of what was happening in San Francisco. San Francisco is the same thing. It costs $600 to rent a U-Haul for a weekend to go into San Francisco and $2,500 for the same time frame to leave San Francisco. So that is happening in New York City right now. Wow. So now's the time. Now's the time. If you want to be a little mini Trump with your real estate empire, now's the time to start buying us some real estate in New York City because apparently people are leaving in droves, according to this uh, Bloods and Crips guy. So Yeah, well, it's not just one guy. I'm going to tell you, it's uh, everyone that's down there. And if you take a look at a lot of the businesses that are set up in uh, – in Manhattan, they're closing shop, man. They're, they're wow. closing their doors. They're <sighs> moving out. We're talking about people that have been uh, long-standing, tenured businesses are shutting down and moving on. You know, and, and that's just sad. You know, but at the end of the day, it, it's look. People have to do what's best for them. If they want to leave, that's fine. Go ahead. That just leaves more opportunities for other people to go in and do what they need to do. That's just a circle of life. But I don't well, okay, think listen, I've seen listen. something like this ever in my lifetime. Listen, if, if you have less 
people in a foot traffic capacity walking in to buy their lingerie or electronics, that's one thing. But now these people wait at the same place go out and spend their money. Yeah, it's a great store. Walmart. The uh, <laughs> these same people that would be spending their money there, they're sitting home. They're not spending the money, and where where are they spending their time? They're spending it at home. Yeah. If you're in the business of making someone's home their castle, if you're in the business of of heating and cooling, of plumbing, HVAC, mm-hmm. construction, concrete. That's right. <laughs> It's a sing the swung song, baby. Here it comes, you know? <laughs> That's right. I mean, now's your time. Now yeah. is your time. And, and nothing against the college degrees out there whatsoever. But for our, our men and women at arms in the construction industry, my hat goes off to you yep. because right now, this is this is what you've lived for right here. And, and don't get me wrong. You know, I'm sure that you have to take your precautions and do your things as well. But um, never before has it been harder for many people uh, to find general contractors, laborers, construction, uh, concrete, et cetera, than, than now. And you know what, JC? And here's here's where people need to be smart. And they need to be smart and be careful what they choose to do. And and here's what I mean by that. People will mistake this big spike because you're, you are 100% right. You have a lot of need for those kind of trades right now. And this is not a an organic increase in need. This is an increase in need because of what just happened. Had the pandemic not happened, I don't think that need would be here. Now, don't get me wrong. No. The trades are important, uh, but not a spike. A spike no, wait. is what I'm talking I, about. I think it still would have happened. I think it accelerated it personally. No, no, correct. I think it, it put people's personal lives more at the forefront and, and say, you know what? That project that I've been waiting to do for five years, let's go ahead and do it. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Because well, it, so some- to that. To that, Rick, before you jump in, in that regard, have you built your patio and your screened-in pool and porch yet, or are you still just going to Disney? <laughs> I'm going to Disney, bro. <laughs> yeah, no, I figured you are. I figured you are. I mean, come on. You know me, man. Come on. All right, so, so talk to us real quick about your Disney trips, because you've gone since they've opened back up, right? I have. I have, because, you know, I, I want to get good use out of my, out of my annual passes and I wanted to try out how how that how that feels because they do have now instead a year ago today you could just buy a ticket and go in or if you had an annual pass just go right as long as your as your specific pass was not blacked out but now they're saying you have to make a reservation you have to reserve when you want to go and you cannot park hop like you did before not only that you have to wear a mask that is ridiculous ridiculous because it is insanely hot down here you've been here anybody who's listening to this show has been to orlando at this time of year and holy crap that that as soon as you step out of that airport you know that feeling that humidity just gives you a big welcoming wet hug and next thing you know you're like ah i need a shower right so now just imagine that at a disney park with a not many people around because the yard the air controlling attendance, but you've got that 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 cloth mask or that paper mask, whatever it is, it's just sticking to your face because you're all sweaty. It's just really uncomfortable. Not all the restaurants are open. Not all the shows are open. The meet and greets are now, hey, say hi from afar, right? And it, it, it's, I don't see the value in it, but Disney still hasn't dropped their prices. So I've gone a few times since they've opened back up. I'm not a big fan. Um, Ricky, now. I saw a guy online take a video from when he started walking in 
mm-hmm. and there was some complicated. Oh, that was you. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have that clip by chance? No, I gotta bring it up. Um, I gotta play. I believe you were told <laughs> never to play it and prove you deleted it. Yeah. Like, could you lay the base for what happened? All right. So, so here's what happened. <laughs> I can't believe you brought that up. So, oh, yeah, I'm bringing it up. The, so, the first weekend Disney opened up. My wife's son and I, we like, you know, let's go because nobody's going to go, right? So which is going to go? It's going to be empty. And it was, bro. We rode five rides in an hour and a half. That is unheard of this time of year. But we had a little bit of an issue walking in, right? Because we're walking in and the way they have everything spread out is really weird. You, you've got to go around this big bend and that normally wasn't open to the public before they have this huge tents that they have these contractors these these medical contractors that they're there with a thermometer they got to put it to your forehead and make sure that you don't have a fever then you walk and i'm recording the whole thing i'm on my camera no, wait, rick rick yeah. was that uh oral rectal or forehead uh forehead um, okay, got it. The other two would be weird at a Disney. It, <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> ask him for a friend. No, yeah, sure. <laughs> so, so anyway, I'm recording the whole thing, right? And then we get to the part where we get to security. And, you know, if you've been to the park in the past couple of years, their security is a little bit out there. They check your bag and they're trying to be nice to you, tell you some jokes, not like TSA, that they're just, you know, mad at life. So they're there and they're, they're, they're checking everything. So I go through first. The guy, the security guard didn't notice me recording when I went through. But when my wife and son were coming behind me, I turned around and recorded them. They come over and they're like, I'm sorry, sir. You can't record in here. I'm Wait, like, what? What? Why? You can't record your, your family? Well, exactly what I said. I'm like, it's, it's Disney. It's my family. What? Oh my god, this has never happened in the history. <laughs> right? Whatever is going on, someone's videotaping their Oh my god. Trip. So I'm like, what are you yeah. talking about, sir? He's like, um so I'm sorry, you cannot record in here. Now, he had a mask on and I had a mask on, right? And I'm like, you know, I'm I'm being an ass. I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't hear you. He's like he's like, I'm sorry, you can't record in here. I'm sorry, I cannot hear you. Um, can you take off your mask? I can't do that. And I'm like, I'm sorry, I can't understand what you're telling me, <laughs> right? So he finally takes it off all pissed off. He's like, sir, you cannot record this secured area. So I'm like, this is a secured area? He's like, yeah, we don't want any terrorists to come over and get a hold of the video. <laughs> and I'm like, really? So you're, I mean, I get it, right? Disney is a target. What do you that- get? There's a lot. Well, I don't get it. Well, I I kind of do, right? There's a lot of people there. I get it. If so somebody, wait a second, you're talking through security. Okay, so from a security perspective, that's where they're saying to you, you can't record at the security checkpoint. That's what they're telling me, and I'm like, oh, okay. It wasn't that you couldn't record your Magic Kingdom trip. You couldn't no, record. I couldn't record somebody looking through my wife's bag and then finding lip gloss and a bunch of hand sanitizer, right? I can't record that, right? And then I'm talking to the guy, and I'm like, dude, seriously, help me understand what about your process is so highly classified that a terrorist is going to say, whoa, that's how they do it? Now well, I know what I got to do, <laughs> right? Well, they have metal detectors. I, I give them credit. I- See, I didn't, I didn't understand the full scope. Okay. Giving credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was a good thing on their behalf. Why? And you should go to jail. <laughs> Mickey jail, is that right? <laughs> no. No, I'm sorry. I'm recording. Do they have jail at Disney? They have a kennel. I don't know. Is that the same thing? 
I don't know. I don't think they have I a jail. Know. I don't think they they do. No, well, wait, wait, wait. It gets better, bro. Hold on, hold on. For everybody that's listening. So the guy says, I'm sorry, so you can't record. I'm like, okay, cool. I put my phone. It's like, you're going to have to erase it. So I acted like I erased it. like, can I see? And I'm like, why do you want to see my phone? He's like, because I want to make sure you erased it. I'm like, no, you're not going to see my phone. So he calls the supervisor over. Supervisor comes by. And look, I hate to be that guy, right? But JC, I've seen a million people record that area a million times. Why all of a sudden yeah. is this an issue, right? Just because of COVID, right? I get it. Tensions are high. Oh, but, no, no. But, no, no, no. It's not COVID, Rick. What is it? You're Puerto Rican. <laughs> there it is. There it is. He thinks I'm Mexican. He thinks I'm Mexican. So look, so here's what happened, right? So he called his manager over, right? His manager comes over and I'm like, look, dude, all I want to do is because look, I want to go ahead and put a YouTube video. I I don't know. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I mean, yeah, I mean, I I got a kid, right? (laughs) So (laughs) that's how it happened. You don't know. Yeah, no, that really came off wrong. I was, I was hearkening back to the nineties. I don't know what you just said. Do you remember that? (laughs) All I want to do is a zoom, 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 and a boom, boom. You're like, yeah, no, me too. I got a kid. I'm like, what the fuck? Because that's what, I don't know if you've heard the song or you know what they're trying to say. They're talking about having relations to where sometimes a kid will come out as a result. Oh. You do know that. Uh, Guys, ladies and gentlemen, no, I'm going to have to get, let me Google birds and B's conversation for an And how did that go for you earlier? This is the epitome. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the I'm same thing, bro. Go on, go on, go anyway. on. So now you're in, you're in Disney jail. I'm not in Disney jail. The supervisor comes over who has two masks on. And I'm like, what is, what in the world is this? Wait, he's what? got two, he's got two of them on and what one of those welders about? type of a mask. And I'm like, oh my god, this guy's uberly protected, right? The other guy only wait, had a wait. mask on. Mm-hmm. So he had the ninja mask on. Two of them, like Cobra Commander. Two of them, and then he also had a face shield. He had a face shield. He looked like he was about to weld something to me. And oh. then, if I couldn't he hear the like other a, guy, I definitely can't like understand this guy. Iron Man, <laughs> probably. <laughs> probably right iron man is working security if iron man's working security at disney why are you worried about my stupid video anyway yeah, so right. <laughs> this guy comes over and he's like sorry sir we're gonna have to see your phone do you mind and i'm like i do mind yeah. actually i've got some pictures on there that i don't want you to see so he's like starts smirking <laughs> and i'm like not like that it's my family right but no it, it's 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 i think this is ridiculous i told you i deleted it and that's what i'll do i want to see it you know what fine so I pulled out my phone, and I'm like, here you go. I deleted it. Do you see it? All right, thank you. And I walked away. I guess he doesn't know how an iPhone works because I can take the video back <laughs> after, th- you know, it stays on holding period for 30 days. So I got that video back, and, I, you know, my wife and I were talking, and we're like, this is odd. Why are they so really big on this? Again, they never done that before, JC. I've taken videos in that area a thousand times. And I don't know if this guy, if he got furloughed from the airport or if he was TSA and he still thinks he's working TSA. I don't know. But look, I commend all the guys who work at Disney, all the security folks out there. But this guy was a little bit, was being a little bit too much. And I admit I was being a little bit of a butt and not complying. But it's my phone. It's my personal property. Why are you asking to see my phone? And I'm kind of testing their, 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 um, 
um, their limits there because I'm like, no, what if I say no? What are you going to do? Now, they didn't say that, but I was pushing it, and my wife was just getting, dude, just, babe, just go ahead and show them. I'm like, all right, here you go. I show them, and then Ricky, that's it. we're going to the teacup ride, and don't you screw this up again. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's the thing, right? A week later, a week later, that lady went to Epcot and got caught with a gun and a bag of weed in her diaper bag. That was exactly oh, that, a week later. Oh, my God, that's right. Yeah. So because of my video, she was able to <laughs> bring the <laughs> – I'm just kidding. She, it wasn't because of my – I've never posted it. I still have it, right? But, look, they do a good job. They really do a good job. But it's not incredibly it, – it, it's hard work as far as the intricate details for them to do a security check. It really isn't. But yeah. at the end of the day, look, it's I get it. They have a job to do. I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit annoyed because I don't want to wear a mask everywhere I go. Right. Again, I want to be in charge of my own safety. I don't want to have to have anybody to tell me what I need to do because of it, especially with my property. So that's what happened with that. But the rest of the day, we had a blast. Much love, much respect for the security uh, uh, detail over at Disney. I have nothing but love for you guys. I was just annoyed that day. I know exactly why the guy did it. Why? Because he was told to by HR. Ah. That's all. (laughs) Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Speaking of HR, if you could, it's going to be the third clip and the uh, thread. See, here's the thing. A lot of people get comfortable, right? They get yeah. comfortable and they think that HR is their friend. Ah. They think that we are on good working terms so that, hey, if they're coming over and telling me I need to stop every person coming through Disney mm-hmm. and I need to make sure that I tell them that they can't. Uh... I'm recording. I'm recording right now. People who are calling can hear you say that. <laughs> answer you know, the phone and tell them you're recording. It's, it's probably car insurance. Answer it. Answer it. Night, Dude, you answer know, it. It's, it's like a, I want a cruise or something. Put it on speaker. Answer it. No, they oh. hung up. Wait, what's that? I hear it. <laughs> that doesn't sound like car people. All right. So Dude, anyway. Wait, wait, wait. You have an answering machine? Yeah. Like, it's, it's like the old days. With the I've tape? Got an answering machine. <laughs> really? So, anyways, so listen. Oh, my um, God. HR, are they your friend or are they not? I'm sorry. I'm stuck. To, to, wait, do you also have a rotary phone? I do. <laughs> this is awesome. I've been to your house a million I times. I've never seen you that. because I had a pager. You know? <laughs> there you go. Ah, send me a fax. All right, here we go. HR is not your friend, JC. Did you know that? I do now. Hit you do play. now? All right, here we go. Yeah, hit play on that one. If I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times. HR is not your friend. At the end of the day, HR's job is to minimize liability for the company. And those people in HR work for who signs their checks, not you. I don't care what they say. If they say they're looking into it, if they act like your best friend, that you've known them forever, don't believe it. If you're being harassed or threatened, consult somebody else outside the company. Don't use their HR and trust them to take care of your business. And one more. thing don't not report something or not do something because somebody in hr told you that it's going to make so-and-so lose their job or they'll have to do an investigation like that's the point if you're being harassed or discriminated against use those words make a complaint and do it in writing in an email don't let hr push you around or trick you if i've said it once okay so this is from hold on i can't even see who this is on tiktok oh lawyer page on tiktok i'm assuming she's an attorney 
So she put this out there. I'm sorry. Absolutely. Paige Sparks, employment labor attorney. Ah, there we go. So we've been dropping some HR nuggets. Let me tell you, we've got three clips of her today. I did reach out with a message offering her to come on the show. Okay. Uh, there was no reply, and uh, I was blocked by the platform. You can't contact me. <laughs> I connect with you. I don't know. Yeah. Do you have video of the security procedures at Disney on your phone? Because that's probably why you got blocked. <laughs> Actually, no, not really. Because if TikTok is owned by China and China really wants to see that, you'll probably get a million views right away. So you're good. So look, um, here's my thing on that, right? Um, she's right. And she, well, you know what? Hold on. Let me ask you. Do you believe HR is not your friend? Forget the show. Forget you know me. From an HR, from an employee point of view. What is your take on her view? JC? Did I lose yeah, you? Oh, okay, got it. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. Even if you're in a, a large company, a small company, a medium-sized company, at the end of the day, someone's holding that position, and they have to do what they have to do. And you know, like I do, they could be a good quality person but depending on the culture, the organization, and the leadership, you could be stuck in a position where they may not be someone that you could trust or turn to. Okay. I get you. And I've, I've lived that many times before. I've also had the opportunity of being in a position where I could trust and rely on the individual. Mm-hmm. And they also stood their ground as a quality person and would be more than willing to like tell people where the sun doesn't shine and that's where the hikes are going to be taken. And that's that Yeah, looking out for the employee, but at the same time, they're still doing the good business of the, uh, the job. Like it's that fine line, right? So who are you at the end of the day in your HR role? Who are you? Are you the consigliere? Are you <laughs> a consigliere that blindly follows do you also have leadership traits that afford you the ability to be a better person and 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 stand your ground for what's right sometimes? Well, and where where's that fine line between being taken advantage of? Because well, that's that's Ken and me and Ken. We have beers after work. <laughs> There's one thing, right? Yeah. But at the end of the day, if Ken's a hard worker and he does what he has to do. And he's spotless. Well, he's following the letter. Work hard, play hard, right? Well, that's the big question, right? Who in HR are you talking about? Not HR in general, but the person in HR. Now, obviously, she has a bone to pick because she's an attorney, right? So it 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 benefits her to say things like that because that way they come to her as a client. She can charge them 300 bucks an hour. So I get that from that perspective, but come on, play both sides, right? It's look at the end of the day, she is right. And she is wrong because she is right. HR is there to protect the interests of the company. She's not wrong about that. She's a hundred percent right. So here's what she's talking about, right? Her contention is that if somebody says, hey, Bob in finance is sexually harassing me. No, Bob in sales, excuse me, is sexually harassing me. And then um, you go to HR with that complaint. HR, a mediocre HR would say, oh, my God, what am I going to do? 
Bob is responsible for 70% of the of the income for this organization. The CEO is not going to like it. You know what? Don't worry about it. Don't say anything. We'll, we'll talk to him, right? But we're not going to take it any, any higher than here. That creates an issue, right? That's who she's talking about. But what I'm saying she's wrong is that a true HR partner, a strategic HR partner, a partner who says, I am looking out for the best interest of the organization would say, you know what? He did that. Roger that. Let's conduct an investigation. And after that investigation, if we found out that what he did was A, proven, and B, rises to the level of separation of employment, well, damn it, that's what you do regardless of how much that person is making for the organization. Because what happens is, is that, yes, he may be responsible for 70% of the income of that organization, but that is peanuts next to the negligent retention um, uh, lawsuit that you're going to get for keeping that person on board and still harassing everybody else just because she was thinking about your finances first as a business owner. All right. All right. E-break. Here we go. So, so everyone always brings up the scenarios exactly like what you're talking about right okay. now or puts different spins on it. When's the last time you talked to an HR person that actually sat down and said, you know, the regulation about the harassment claim and this whole thing, yes, that is important. But you know what's just equally important? Just as equally important to looking out for those aspects of the business, the people. Mm-hmm. The humans, the, the human capital management, right? Right. We toss around HCM all the time. We, mm-hmm. we talk about people in numbers, right? Yeah. Uh, there's been some very cold and crass ways that that's been brought up. But the reality of the situation is if you value your people, if you value your employees, and if they are assets to you at the end of the day, then you looking out for them is not a bad thing. And it is looking out for the better interest of the organization. Correct. No, no, correct. If you do what's fair, whether it's siding with the manager or siding with the employee, as long as you do what is fair, you're always looking out for the best interest of the organization. People have to look at it that way. So, yeah, what she's saying is right, but she's trying to get some people to come to her law firm and, 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 and charge them X amount of dollars per hour so she can go ahead and get them as a client. But for all you HR people out there, you got to have that backbone. You got to have those people skills to have those difficult conversations. And remember, at the end of the day, it's not your call, right? You have to conduct the investigation and make the recommendations like it is your business. But once you put out, put out there those options for the leader of the business to take action, you have to remember that it's really not your business. They have to make that decision. Now, if they decide, All right. so, well, hold on, hold on. If they decide to keep the person there, then that's their choice. You got to cover your butt now to say you have conducted an investigation and you gave the recommendation to say you got to terminate this person and if they still don't do it, when you get that, that lawsuit or the negligent re- retention lawsuit, they can't come after you because you get your documentation to cover your ass. I'm sorry, go ahead. A couple times you said she could charge $300 an hour, $300 an hour, mm-hmm. $300 an hour. That's a good one, right? To some attorneys. What's the matter? What do you mean? She's right. Okay. If if HR wasn't such a douchebag sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> would she even have to say those things? Well, I mean, that's what, that's what I'm trying when, to change, when, JC. When I say that, though, <laughs> I'm talking about a very large umbrella. Okay. 
Okay. You could be highly skilled, highly trained, have more post-nominalists than the person to your left and right. You could have been in the industry for a day or you could have been there for 30 years. At the end of the day, if you're if you're not really a good person, you're not a good person. <laughs> well, remember, that's why I said it the people matter. in HR. That's my point, though, Rick. It doesn't matter if it's HR or if it's veterinary science or if it's shopping cart harassment or slip and fall. <laughs> like, what the, the hell is shopping cart harassment? Say. Please help me understand what that is. What is shopping cart harassment? Yeah, it's just a... Uh, you you get the image. Right? No, you just, I really you don't, bro. Know. I really don't. But, <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, but but she wouldn't even be in that position to have to say these things if it wasn't actually still happening. No, correct. You're right. It is still happening. And it still happens. I bust my behind every time in class to prevent my students to go out into the world and be that kind of HR person. That mediocre HR person where, just where, rolls where over. Do you, where do you turn to the dark side on the path? At what point do you wake up and say, yes, just constantly? Well, it depends. Some people just don't have the backbone for it. Other people have been in toxic organizations for a long time, and it just seeped into their soul. And other people just don't need to be in HR. They don't. Because if that's how you think and that's how you feel, please do something else and let somebody competent in who really cares about the organization. And by the organization, I don't mean just managers. I mean the people in the organization. That's who needs to be in this position in human resources. There's way too many people out there who think like what the people she's talking about. Because, again, she's not wrong. She really isn't wrong. But the reason I get up every day and I continue to do my job, because believe it or not, I love what I do whether it's school, on this podcast, consulting, or at work, or just random people in the street, which I have done in the past, at the end of the day, you've got to be able to get up and do what's right for the organization and have to scale the, the backbone of the people skills to make sure you have those difficult conversations and you get the bullshit out and you keep your rock stars there. That's how to do it. Maybe part of that difficult conversation is actually stepping up to the plate and saying, hey, that ain't right. Hey, maybe we shouldn't treat the employees this way. Knowing full well that you may get fired and have a retaliation claim based <laughs> off of it. Oh, goodness. Go back to the link list. Paige okay. talked about retaliation as well. Oh, she did? And I think that's one of the more recent links I sent you down towards the bottom right there. Absolutely. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I oh, like her is... a lot, Rick. Oh, how okay Boomer can hurt you at work. Listen. We, we've we've had our friends on from New York City. We've had our Florida friends. We, we we've spoken to numerous attorneys over a span of time. We have. She 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 has a little something. She has the X factor. I really enjoy. All right, go so ahead. Hold on, I'm gonna play this one. Give me a second. Here we go. Come on, where are you, Paige? Oh, it's not. Oh, here we go. Quick little employment law PSA. Sorry to be a buzzkill, but. This might save someone's job. While it might be funny to say things like, okay, Karen, or okay, Boomer, about a coworker, you should know that that could be evidence um, of age discrimination if they're between certain age of a protected class, like 40 to 69 years old. So be careful and maybe don't say it and definitely don't put it in writing. <laughs> so she says, if you do say it, just don't put it in writing. <laughs> That's hilarious. 
But wait a minute. How does OK Karen give a an indication of age discrimination? I don't get that. OK Boomer, I get it. But OK Karen? What's that about? Is that the clip you just played or did you play the retaliation clip? No, that's the clip I just played. I'm sorry. Yeah, play the other one too. Play the, play the retaliation clip and then we'll go into both. Hold on. I'm trying to find, where is the retaliation clip? I don't it's see it. It's the here. last one in the friggin' thread. Scroll down. Retaliation resur- resurgence. Got it. Hold on. Here we go. Here we go. Hold on. Fine. This guy. Good Lord. One of the most common things I hear is that somebody doesn't make a complaint if they're being discriminated against or harassed because they're afraid of what will happen to them after they make that complaint. They're afraid they're going to get written up, they're going to get fired, or something bad's going to happen. Listen, that's called retaliation. And if that happens, you have a possible other case. So don't be afraid to make that complaint. Use the right words. If it's harassment, say what kind of harassment, sexual, racial. If it's discrimination, use the words. Don't be afraid to use them because if you don't, it may not be enough under the law. If you have any questions, always ask a local attorney to help you out. I feel harassed because she's drinking a blue moon. And I don't like Blue Moon. She has a Blue Moon in her hand. I don't know if you knew that or not. Did you know that? Ricky, she she's not wrong. She's not wrong as far as retaliation she is, is concerned. She's not wrong no, with she's any not. of this. She, she is definitely firing from a, a very good angle in a way that people aren't always necessarily considering. No, no, that part I agree. Well, no, everybody considers that, right? If you, if you, if you're afraid to file a complaint, even if you don't say, "I'm afraid of retaliation," that's the only reason people are afraid. Right? <laughs> let's be honest here. I mean, let's be honest here. I prefer Bud Light, but okay, go ahead. If 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 this was going to be a thing, Nick Ultra, and and granted, to me, retaliation is it almost is maybe like the no seatbelt thing. Right. Hey, I just caught, I clocked you doing 726 miles an hour. Oh, you're not wearing a seatbelt either. Let me throw it in there. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so there's retaliation for you. you it is. Sexual harassment claim. You got this other stuff. Oh yeah. Throw retaliation in while you're at it. How many people sit there and just suffer through the retaliation on a constant basis day to day and they never say a word? JC. Everybody. You want to know what's worse? There is not a single person no. working that hasn't been through that. Hold on, hold on. Sometimes you saying something and being retaliated against is not as bad as you not saying something and because of fear of retaliation. But sometimes not saying something and having whatever is happening continue, sometimes that's worse, right? So you right. as an HR professional, what you need to do, you have to get out there and you have to tell all your associates exactly what retaliation means. Not how she said it, because she is right, right? You know what? Just say something or everybody's is afraid of retaliation. Ask your local attorney. All I'm saying is don't ask your local attorney yet. Ask your HR professional. If they know what they're doing, they'll listen to what you have to say. But here's the thing, guys. The be- the- I don't want to say the bad thing. The hard thing about this is that if you have a claim and you want to bring it up, if HR can't prove it, then nothing is going to happen, right? So I'm not saying don't say anything unless you've had proof, but I ain't kind of saying that, right? Because if you say something, right? No, I am. 
That's what I'm saying. But you have to be able you 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 have to be able to live with the consequences for what you're about to do. Because not only retaliation is an issue, it's going to be really uncomfortable because now they're going to call your friends um, uh, for uh, for witnesses. They're going to call other people. And if it's against your boss, how is that next one on one going to feel like knowing that you ratted on your boss for whatever reason? You have, but I always tell people, if you decide to do that, you have to make sure that whatever is happening to you outweighs the uncomfortableness of the investigation process. Because if the investigation process bothers you more than what you're about to say, then maybe what you're about to say is not as bad as you think it is. Does that make sense? So, go ahead. Yeah, it does. It does, but at the same time, like, if you do speak up and you also have that HR person that we were talking about in the beginning that's not your friend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, again, that's why you have to build oh. relationships and you have to be transparent and you Look have that, to be good to the people. Words. I you- just... <laughs> I know what you meant. It's okay. It's all right. You probably got a blue moon in your hand right now. That's no, I'm not going to hold it against you. It's absolutely insane. It's not okay. It's absolutely not. And it shouldn't have to be that way. And if someone does feel a desire or a need to speak up, they should be able to talk to whoever they want and bring up. Agreed. Absolutely. reprisal. And you know what? It's going to happen. It They're is. going to get the hammer dropped on them. It's going to happen like no tomorrow. And what sucks is that you got to the point, you have to go to the point of an attorney to get that taken care of. But JC, here's the problem. People report an issue about their boss or something else happening. Then they get retaliated against, but they don't tell anybody about it. So this is what I tell people when I conduct any investigation is, look, thank you for bringing this forward. I am going to look into this. Do me a favor. Let me explain to you how retaliation works. If your schedule changes, if that changes, all these changes, you have to let me know. Yeah, See, and then you go, you let them know, and then you know what happens? They walk in the room with you, and then they're like, yeah, yeah, the boss just isn't in a good mood today. <laughs> hey, nice shirt, dude. What do you uh, think about the NBA? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah, yo, NBA is great. You know what? If you retaliate against that girl, you and I going to have issues. <laughs> Plain and simple. We're going to have issues. But, folks, if you experience that, you have to let HR know. HR is like the fire okay. department. The fire okay. department then, does. No, go ahead. Go ahead. But then you let them know. You let them know. Like, I'm just telling you right now. You let them know. And they walk in the room with you. They're sitting by your side. And they shrug it off. They blow it off. You walk out of the room. They go to the small talk and the banter. They try to quell and calm things because they're uncomfortable at the same time. Uh, and then nothing's moving forward. And now you're at a standstill nope. and or it's just dead in the water right nope. then and there. Wait a minute. So hold on. If I know there is a manager. No, it happens. Oh. It happened to me. No. Oh, you would wait. You was harassed by a shopping cart. <laughs> you know, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. Uh, that explains a lot. No, look, um, I always tell all the manager or, or everybody who has been alleged of being the harasser. I tell them, look, this is the normal investigation. If you did nothing wrong, you have absolutely nothing to worry about. But let me tell you about retaliation or the perception of retaliation. Don't do ABC. Stay clear of ABC. Make sure that you are 100% fair with everybody involved. I bring up retaliation before anybody else does. That way it scares the living shit out of them. That way they, they, they're on the P's and Q's and they don't retaliate against anybody. 
Because again, I'm just reminding them, remind me, reminding them of the policies, letting them know that I know about retaliation, that I don't have to wait for somebody else to say anything about it. So they're scared shitless. Now that I want to scare people, but I don't want them to treat people any differently just because they file a complaint. Yeah, so then this is where you get more whistleblowers than actual people looking to resolve differences face-to-face. Well, well, here's the thing, right? There's also people who blow the whistle, quote-unquote, and it's fake. And it's completely frivolous, and there's nothing behind it just because they know I'm going to look into it. And people are ah, going to yes, look into the, it. The kitty litter. That's right. <laughs> that happens all the all the time, too. So, look, again. Most people don't know what we're talking about with that. They don't. They don't. Um, it's the, well, no, the kid litter wasn't an issue like that. This was just somebody who wanted an ADA accommodation because they identified as a furry, if I remember correctly. Yes. And what was it? They wanted a kitty, a kitty litter in the bathroom. They wanted kitty litter in the restroom. <laughs> yeah. And actually, one of our uh, friends of the show, the David Miklis, opined on that. He's like, that's not a protected class. I'm like, you know what? You got a good point. <laughs> He's the attorney. Listen to him. <laughs> Three hundred dollars an hour, dude. No, the, come on, bro. Come on, we've been on for an hour. Did you know that? Yeah, I did. A whole hour. Hey, uh, do me a favor, wow. uh, if you could. Um, I I really want to shift gears. If you could go back to the uh, clip list, uh, there's a huge story about off the Gulf Coast of Florida right now, and uh, I don't know if you've got the music for a. a a little bit of current events. I know we've been touching on it the whole time, but these next couple clips here are a little more current event related. Right. If you, you know like what? Let's do, let's do one current event. Let's do a, a couple here. Cause the music is coming out right now. All right, current events is brought to you by the amazing security detail over at Disney. Thank you for uh, making sure that your top secret security protocols stay off the web. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. All right, JC. So this one, this uh, one is if called, I may, Rick. Go ahead. Uh, if I may, our current events today continue from the land of TikTok, where content is king. At this time, and this is going to take us to the Gulf Coast of Florida, isn't that right? That's right. Here we go. Scientists are very puzzled over a mysterious glowing hole in the bottom of the ocean. 2020 really does get crazier every day. So scientists are flocking to Florida's Gulf Coast for a glimpse of a mysterious glowing 425 feet deep blue hole. And this hole is 155 feet below the water surface. Little is known about blue holes due to their lack of accessibility and unknown distribution and abundance. But remarkably, they actually discovered two dead but intact small tooth sawfish that were actually 12 feet in length at the bottom of the hole. And these sawfish are actually endangered species. This shows that many endangered or thought to be extinct animals could be lurking down in the hole. And they're also looking to see if blue holes are hiding new species of animals. Scientists plan to embark on a new mission to a second, deeper area of the hole in August. But knowing 2020, who knows what they would discover down there. Scientists are very... <laughs> so, I really wish you guys can see this. The guy has a lapel mic. He's holding it right up to his mouth as he's talking about this blue hole that scientists don't know about. <laughs> I love that, by the way. <laughs> 
Dude, that's it's kind of freaky though when you've got something like that out there. It's a real thing though. Like you could research this, cross reference it. You could take a look at some of the studies and things that are out there. There's a, it's a blue hole. You know what? It's a blue hole. You would be amazed. Actually, you wouldn't about how much we don't know about this Earth, right? I think I read somewhere what is the the uh, the world's oceans is ninety five percent unexplored. Yeah, unexplored. Like a larger ocean under the Earth. Than what you see visible on the Earth, an ocean under the ocean. Yes, I don't know what that means. What does that mean? Yeah, where's this blue hole coming from? Go down to the ground and then go further. But I don't, I don't understand what the blue hole things are. That that's kind of wild, man. You know, it's weird. That is weird. Like a bioluminescence, or is it a a a gateway to where HR people go to die? I don't know. So he, that should be, Jay-Z, bro, we got this. We need to start a consultancy firm called Blue Hole Consulting. That's it. <laughs> that's it. There it is right there. Blue Hole Consulting. Why is it called that? Because that's what we're going to die. That's claim written all over it, Rick. <laughs> no. I don't know why. <laughs> Only if you look at it that way, right? <laughs> if You're you took me. it there, then you do my who's got the issue. So <laughs> wait, so so hey. hold on. What's going on with this yeah. mysterious glowing hole at the bottom of the ocean? He doesn't say much about it. He just says it's no, there. Scientists don't know about it. Yeah, it's a Florida thing, man. <laughs> you got me. I, I I doubt we claim it, right? It doesn't have a Florida zip code, does it? Does it yeah. pay taxes? No, I don't think so. Yes, we don't got state taxes. <laughs> oh, it is outside Tallahassee, bro. On the Gulf, but is it on the Texas side and the Mississippi side? Where is it? Off the Gulf Coast of Florida, near Tallahassee. Ah, that's where it is. Blue Hole. I don't know, Freaking dude. Tallahassee. They always come up with the craziest things. <laughs> you know. Hey, talking about crazy things, uh, continuing down the path of TikTok, the second clip down here, if you scroll just a little bit further, they they found a massive megastructure, which it's- could be defined as the end of the universe Ooh, hold on let's see what this Check is this all about give me one second astronomers find a gigantic so structure in space this just happened uh, space.com along with many other news outlets <laughs> are reporting that astronomers discovered a huge gigantic structure that is 1.4 billion light years across. Uh, They found it uh, at the South Pole wall of space. Now this, this, this structure is actually behind the Milky Way. This is the wall right here, the the wall that is 1.4 billion light years across. Light years across. Now just to put in perspective how big this is, a light year is six trillion miles long. Yeah, this is how big it is. Now, in <laughs> astronomers find a gigantic structure in space. This just happened. Uh, dude, dude. <laughs> say it. Say it. I first, know you want to hold say on, it. Hold say on, it. hold on, hold on, hold on. First of all, first of all. I can imagine. He is so excited, right? It's like he just discovered it. He didn't have a thought about how he's going to communicate. And he just decided to go live, right? And then I don't know if you heard the squeaky. It's like his dog grabbed a squeaky toy in the background. And it went off in the background and kind of took his attention away. No, but here's the part that got me, right? 
Because I'm sure people are like, oh, that's bullshit. Where'd you hear that from? Space.com. Oh, okay, that's legit. Okay, got it. So it, <laughs> yeah, 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 it must right. be legitimate. All the all the rocket scientists are hanging out at space.com. So, okay. So I thought I think he was more impressed or more excited on telling us how how far a light year is than the actual content of what he's talking about. Six what is it? Six trillion miles long? Which I get it. A light year is how long light takes to travel across a year in a time span. Dude, I get make, that. Make fun if you want. They found the edge of the universe. No, they think they found the edge of the universe. Just because you no, can't did. see any farther, it doesn't mean that's the edge. It just means you can't see any farther. No, they got to the end. Okay, Christopher Columbus. Well, actually, no. He's the one who says, no, there's yeah. more than the edge. Right? Okay, Queen. <laughs> no, no, no. How about this? <laughs> hey, thanks, Internet of 1999. <laughs> Remember when you could get to the end? I'm like, right? I, I did the whole Internet, bro. <laughs> no, there's more. So, okay, hey, so um, they found this thing of 1.4 billion light years long. Okay. We don't know what it is. It could be just another no. space. Yeah, or they're looking at, like, the edge of the telescope by accident. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, do me a favor. Uh, Lead me in with uh, a Florida Man clip. I've got a great story for you here. Uh, Hit that music and intro me, brother. It's time for Florida Man Story. I never get tired of this. What do you got, brother? All right, so this is out of Tampa, Florida. A Florida man is facing burglary charges for allegedly living in a stadium's luxury suite for two weeks. The St. Petersburg Police Department stated that Daniel Albert Ninja, 39, moved into AI Lang, or Al Lang Stadium, the home of the Tampa Bay Rowdy soccer team. Police say Ninja sold merchandise and food and is also facing a misdemeanor for resisting an officer without violence. What's his name? Albert Ninja? Uh, uh, oh, it's Ninja. Ninja. Oh. <laughs> Dude, no. I was about to be his biggest fan. Who has a last name as Ninja? Could you yeah, imagine? Calling, you know? <laughs> That's awesome. So wait, so wait, so he spent two weeks in a luxury box at a stadium? Yeah, he moved in. <laughs> Tampa Bay, buddy. Look, you can't do that uh, down where uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning play. You can't do that there. Unless. Um, yeah, no, that soccer stadium. Yeah, no, unless you're a ninja. I mean, come on, dude. If you're a ninja, you can get in yeah, anywhere yeah. undetected. That's right. Wow, dude. That is, is that legit? That really happened? Yeah, that's a real story dated. Uh, this is, this is August 16th as per Spectrum. Saturday. <laughs> no, this was yesterday. Wow. Nine. Oh my goodness. Wow. So he just hung out there. You know, I can't blame the guy. Did he at least eat? Did he get some, you know, some of the food they got yeah. up there? He lived in the luxury suite for two weeks. I, I guarantee you drank like a king. <laughs> you know? What do you think they did? They kicked them out of the charger for the time they were there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I mean, dude, I'll tell you what. I'll hire him. I'll hire him and then come work security. He knows all the ins and outs of sneaking in. Dude, his last name is Ginger. That's awesome. 
Yeah, um, we're getting a new security consultant <laughs> ninja. Yeah. <laughs> you might want to wear a mask around him. Oh, but he's yeah. got COVID? No. Just want to wear a mask around him. <laughs> he yeah, slept so there for two weeks without a shower. You don't hear that every day, though, you know? You don't. No, you don't, actually. That. Well, wait a minute. You kind of do, right? I think about a month ago, a month ago when Disney was closed, that one guy, um, you know how Disney have like all the all those bodies of water, those lakes, and they have little islands all over the place. This is one thing called I think it's called Treasure Island, and um, uh, it's somebody working in one of the resorts saw a guy <laughs> I think it's bathing in the water by the island, and he called the cops. Cops went over there, and there's a guy who swam there and just stayed in the island for a couple of weeks. Just yeah, this goes back to uh, this goes back to May second. A guy got arrested for trying to live his best life. On the Disney World Island. There you go. Elephants are chillaxing in tea gardens after getting sloshed on corn wine. Wolves are racing against cars on city streets. To quote the meme, wildlife is returning, no longer scared off by the loud and disruptive flow of our typical human society. It's natural law turned on its head. And so you can almost, uh, to a degree, can't blame 42-year-old Richard McGuire for believing that he, too, could claim a seemingly abandoned space, making it his temporary home and place where he could camp and live his best solitude during quarantine. If you're Walt Disney World, however, you apparently can blame him, and you can press charges. Trespassing <laughs> is still a crime. This, uh, this blurb here was written by Jason uh, Tabriz of Uprocks. So, great writer. So wait, JC, wait a minute. I have stayed, I have stayed at Copper Creek with the face. Actually, early this year, we stayed at Copper Creek and we could see, we could see from our balcony what island they were talking about. And I remember the face and I talking how awesome it would be to just get a couple of beers and just swim over there and just hang out for the weekend while the, uh, while the, the wives and the kids go to the park, we're just going to hang out on the island. He and I did talk about it and I feel like I've been shysted. Because here I am talking about it with the face and somebody actually did it. I missed my opportunity. And to be hang out there with the face, heck, actually, that could have been us who got arrested. You know what? Now that I think about it, bad idea. <laughs> bad idea. Because you know how he is, bro. He'll burn the whole place down and we'll have barbecue going on. We'll have this big old party. It'll be a blast. So that's not what I want to do. But Yeah, right. Oh, wow. Hey, uh, with that, Ricky, we are at that time in the show where it's time for final thoughts and wrapping things up. And yeah. uh, with that, I'm, I'm going to take the chance to jump in right away. Go ahead. And um, just want to say thank you for your flexibility. I am still uh, in the process of rebuilding the studios uh, after after a long 30-day uh, journey here. Had a brief reprieve uh, last week. And uh, keys to the council were turned over to Mr. Baez as we had our new intern mm-hmm. as well. And uh, had a lot of good stuff going on. And it's, it's good to see and hear you in the recording chair. Um, I think your chops are getting better week to week. I'm getting there. And this week I threw you a curveball with a cell phone call. And I appreciate you and your time for that. And lastly, uh, I'd like to just say uh, to Paige. Paige, you are an amazing lawyer, and I believe anything you would ever tell me. Ricky, over to you. <laughs> okay, wasn't expecting that. Well, thank you for that. I really appreciate it. I uh, know Ricky, it's 
uh-huh. that was Paige Sparks. Paige, Paige Sparks. I got you. No, no, I get it. It's, I get it. I mean, hopefully she'll come on and she'll respond to our request. No, but thank no. you. Um, I'm getting used to this, uh, this part of the show, but, uh, Thank you for helping me out. I do know that these past couple of weeks have been really rough on you and me as well. So um, it's we're, we're getting back on track, folks, in exactly two weeks from today. Two weeks from t- actually, two weeks from yesterday is HR Florida. JC is going to be in town. There's going to be some really interesting things that I can't talk about right now, which they're going to reveal throughout this week. I've been in talks with the leadership team. I've been in talks with the MC, and there's going to be some things that are going to come out this week that's going to make the event even that much more better, that much better, not more better. You know what I mean? So keep your eyes open. HR Florida is happening this uh, at the end of this month, August 31st through September 2nd. Tickets are still available. It's going to be both on ground and it's also going to be on uh, on Facebook Live as well. I was talking to John Petz. He was on the show a couple of weeks ago. He's the MC, so he filled me in on a couple of things that are happening. It's going to be a great, great, great time. So keep your eyes open for that. And final thoughts for me: Look, um, HR is your friend if the people in HR are doing the right thing. And also about that blue thing in the ocean. I don't know what to say about that. The guy who stayed over at the uh, at the stadium, hats off to him. And at the end of the day, folks, just be kind to each other. Real quick, I know things oh. are... Yes. Oh, we also have a current event poll taking place on Ooh. Twitter right now. I was going to save that for next week, bro. I was going to save oh, it. Yeah, no, it has to be. It's still open. So hold on, hold on. Let me see where we are right now. Wait a minute. I'm glad you brought that up. Hold on one second. One of the most common things I oh, hear... Oh, no, I'm done. I'm done with you. Hold on a second. Uh, hold on. Let me bring that up because we do have a poll going on right now. And the poll, where is it? Did I lose the poll, JC? No, here it is right here. All right. So the poll says, and dude, it's, this is going to take us into a whole nother hole, a whole nother conversation. But hold on. As far as the poll is concerned is we want to know what everybody thinks about the following question. Federal law aside, should organizations in states where marijuana is legal, whether it's medically or recreationally, conduct pre-employment drug testing? So far, we've had uh, absolutely yes, drugs are bad, 35%, or no, just do your job, 65%, that's 123 votes. We got 17 hours left, go ahead and vote. That's going to be the topic of next week. So I'm not going to dive too much into it, JC. Let's go ahead and see what else everybody says, and we can go ahead and definitely leave that as a topic for next Sunday. Sounds good to me. Roger that, brother. Of the entire HR Talk crew, which is really just back again down to me and Ricky. Thanks. It's been my pleasure. Drive safe. Have a good night. Y'all have a good one, folks. I want to stay at an island.